0: From makeshift studios in the shadow of South Central Virginia, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Follow the show on Twitter at CupofJoePod. Email the show at Show at gmail.com. And folks, back again. Went away for the weekend. A quick weekend trip away to celebrate my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. We went to Dollywood in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Had a wonderful time went around. If you've never been to that area and you get the chance, I would heartily recommend it. Beautiful area, beautiful city, beautiful people. Just a wonderful time we had. You know, it's weird as this week is also what would have been my 20th wedding anniversary when I got married the first time. I got married way, way, way too young the first time, but I was 24 And at the time, there are people who have been married for years by the time that they were 24. But things are changing, shifting. Then I didn't feel young. But looking back at it, I was definitely way too young to get married. Project 45 lands in the year 2000. As we look at a critical time in WCW as we are watching Thunder from April the 12th, 2000. WCW Thunder was broadcast on TBS on April 12, 2000 from the World Arena in Colorado Springs, Colorado. There were 3,118 in attendance. Flashback to the WCW reset from Nitro with Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff and the fallout from that. An earlier today graphic of Russo and Bischoff arriving in a Porsche. We then get the Thunder intro. Tony Giovanni welcomes us to Thunder. He and Bobby Heenan and Mike Tanay are the announcers for the evening. David Arquette is shown in the crowd. Kids, this is what's known as foreshadowing. Eric Bischoff, Vince Russo, and the rest of the new blood come out and head towards the ring and get in. Bischoff says, did they surprise you or what? On Nitro, the story, the entry, the suspense. Classic screw jobs and those car wrecks. He asks if Hulk Hogan can hear him but says he can't because he's in a hospital bed. Billy Kidman then says in one night, he pinned Hulk Hogan. He busted him wide open. Then he took the Hummer and ended his career. He says, get out your scorecards, you marks, because it's flea market champion three, Hulk Hogan zero. The crowd boos and Kidman says you shouldn't be booing me. You should be thanking me because you don't have to sit through any more of his boring ass matches. He's proud to say that the new blood has Hogan's old blood all over their hands and it feels great. Russo gets the mic and says, by the roar of the crowd, this almost sounds like New York. But you know what? This ain't New York, because this town sucks. He says, what person lives in Colorado Springs? John Denver? Shane Douglas whispers into Russo's ear. Russo says he's dead? Am I supposed to care? Last night, you people and Ric Flair learned two things about Vince Russo. One, I am the Batman as he holds up the baseball bat he's holding. Two, New Yorkers have respect for nobody. He says, Ric Flair, when all is said and done, with the help of the franchise, Ric Flair will be his New York bitch. Shane Douglas gets the mic and says, Nature Boy Ric Flair, for seven years I have called your ass out and you have finally bitten the bait. Listen here, Flair, Nature Boy, you're about to get your ass franchised because I plan on retiring your ragged millionaire ass. Bischoff says, let's get down to business. He says, Spring Stampede, exclusively on pay-per-view this Sunday. All new world champions in every division. It will be the day the title picture changed the way it should change. He says, tonight, they have to think about the world title situation, and the only fair thing for them to do was give Jeff Jarrett the night off because Vince Russo told him it has to be a level playing field. Since it is a level playing field, they are also giving DDP the night off. But that presents a problem because people came here to see the very best entertainment in the world. And if you ask Kimberly, she is the very best talent in the world. So they're going to give her an opportunity to prove that. Tonight, Kimberly is going to wrestle Medusa. Bischoff says, think about it. Kimberly, you've seen her in Playboy. And tonight you get to see her in this ring head to head with Medusa. Bischoff says, wait a minute. I've got an idea. Check this out. He then goes over and starts whispering with Russo. He says, "Page, no matter what happens, I want you to stay positive because you're positively Paige. It'll be great. DDP comes out. He says, Bucky. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Bischoff. I'm glad he said that because I didn't have a clue that he was talking about Bischoff. He says, I don't know what you're trying to prove because if you got a problem with me, I ain't got a problem with that. Let it be between me and you. But you leave my wife, Kimberly, out of it. DDP says he has an idea. Let's give all these people here what they really like to see. And that's Eric Bischoff versus DDP in that ring, kicking your ass from one side to the other. Bischoff says, first of all, Paige, you haven't earned that spot yet. And second, it'll be a lot more fun to see that stripper outfit your old lady wears to the ring tonight. DDP says stripper outfit, huh? He says he's going to come down there and kick Bischoff's teeth down his throat right now. He says he's not the only one that wants a piece of your ass, Bischoff. But then DDP gets jumped from behind by Bam Bam Bigelow. He beats up DDP and throws him out of the ring. The new blood start kicking DDP. He falls out of the ring. The Millionaires Club come out to help DDP and everyone is fighting. They're going at it and Bischoff and Russo trying to get away. Security comes in, but they get tossed around the ring. Bischoff and Russo sneak off down the aisle as they go to break. After the break, the announcers talk about Spring Stampede coming up on pay per view. Chris Candido, Juventud Guerrero, and the artist with Paisley versus Lash LaRue, Crowbar, and Shannon Moore with Daphne. Moore drop kicks the artist. LaRue in with Candido. LaRue with the side headlock. Candido pushes off. LaRue comes back with a shoulder block. Candido with drop downs and leapfrogs to avoid LaRue. LaRue slides through Candido's legs, and Candido hits him with a powerbomb. Paisley gets up on the apron. Candido knocks her off of the apron. David Flair catches her and starts dancing with her until Daphne hits him in the balls with her crowbar. Paisley then slaps Flair. Guerrera then hits Moore with some back elbows and chops. Guerrera then hits Moore with some corner-mounted punches. Moore then reverses an Irish whip and buries a knee into Guerrera's midsection. Moore then hits a Famouser. Crowbar tagged in. Back and forth in the center of the ring. Guerrera misses a clothesline attempt. Crowbar goes for an atomic drop, but Guerrero slips behind him. Guerrero with a weight slot. Crowbar with a reversal. Guerrero with a series of back elbows to try to get out of the move. They switch around, and Crowbar gets a Northern Light suplex for a two count. He then chops Guerrero up against the ropes. Crowbar with an Irish whip. Guerrero comes back with a head scissors that drives Crowbar out of the ring. Flair comes over to put him back in the ring, and they start fighting on the outside. Candido goes up top and hits Crowbar with a crossbody to the outside. Candido then holds Crowbar for the artist to baseball slide into, but Crowbar moves and Candido gets hit instead. Candido and the artist then start brawling on the outside. Crowbar then flips to the outside and lands on top of them. LaRue then runs and lands on Candido and Crowbar. Back in, Moore hits Guerrero with some forearms. Guerrero reverses an Irish whip. Moore jumps over the ropes to the apron to avoid a charge. Guerrero charges again and dives onto the crowd on the outside when Moore moves out of the way. Moore hits a springboard moonsault onto the group on the outside. Crowbar runs Moore into the apron and then throws him back inside. Shane Helms comes and gets on the top rope, but Flair gives him a low blow and Daphne Frankensteiners him off the top rope. Guerrero and Crowbar go back and forth in the middle of the ring. Guerrero hits the hoovie driver for a one count. Candido throws him outside and grabs Crowbar. Crowbar hits a jawbreaker on Candido. Candido and the artist then hit Crowbar with a double DDT. The artist pulled Candido off from covering Crowbar. Tag partners all turning against each other. Referee Charles Robinson gets tied up with the artist. Candido goes up to and hits Crowbar with a diving headbutt. He only gets a one count when the artist breaks up the count. The artist hits Candido with a jumping DDT. Crowbar hits a front suplex to Candido to pin him. Mean Gene interviews DDP. DDP says Jeff Jarrett wants to take his wife's head off with a guitar He's going to rip Jared's head off at Spring Stampede. Mean Gene says Kimberly is signed to meet Medusa. DDP says it's not happening. He doesn't care what they say. Mean Gene says apparently someone paid Bam Bam Bigelow to attack DDP here tonight. DDP says Bam Bam, Jersey style. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. Harlem Heat 2000 are shown in the boardroom. Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo come in. Bischoff says to Big T, we haven't had a chance to meet and you're in my chair. Russo says to Tony, that's Eric Bischoff, brother. This ain't New York. Bischoff says, and if I were you, I wouldn't look at me like that. Big T moves, but stares down Bischoff hard. Bischoff says, anyway, let's get down to business. The business tonight is all about Sid. It's about beating Sid. It's a fantastic opportunity for all of them to put the man out. If they don't, he will do whatever he can to keep you down, to keep us down. Bischoff says, do me a favor and do not disappoint us. Highlights from the Ready to Rumble movie premiere. Sean Stasiak is shown in the back getting ready. He is in the makeup chair and says he needs to look perfect. The makeup artist says she has something for it and leaves. And when she does, Kurt Hennig comes in and attacks Stasiak from behind. Security comes in to separate the two of them. Sid Vicious vs. Harlem Heat 2000. Stevie Ray, Big T and Cash with J. Biggs. Sid comes out to a big ovation. This is a no disqualification street fight. Vicious has to win to qualify for the US title tournament. Vicious clotheslines Big T down as the bell rings. He then clotheslines Stevie Ray. He then clotheslines Big T out of the ring. He then clotheslines Stevie Ray out of the ring. Cash comes in and rushes Vicious, who ducks a clothesline attempt and hits Cash with a big boot. Biggs gets up on the apron. Vicious grabs him by the throat and goes up to chokeslam him but gets hit from behind by Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat with a double Irish whip and clothesline. They pick Vicious up as a Sid chant goes out. Another double Irish whip and a double scissor kick to Vicious. Another double Irish whip and drive to the mat in a modified powerbomb-like move. Cash hits a big splash, but only gets a two-count. Biggs comes up in the ring to yell at referee Nick Patrick. The Sid chant starts again as Harlem Heat double team him in one corner and Cash and Biggs are still arguing with Patrick in another corner. Booker comes out. Cash rushes him, but Booker pulls the rope down and ducks, and Cash goes flying to the outside. He super kicks Stevie Ray and hits the Spinebuster to Big T. He hits Stevie Ray with the book Vicious then kicks Stevie Ray in the stomach, hits him with the powerbomb, and then pins him. The wall then attacks Vicious from behind with a chair, as Bischoff and Russo are seen looking disgusted in the back. Russo says they give the guy an opportunity on a silver platter, and he does this? Bischoff says, damn you, Booker. He then says, I'll fix this. Patrick checking on Vicious in the ring as the Sid chant goes out again, and Harlem Heat is shown walking to the back. Bischoff walks to the ring with a mic. He checks that Vicious is still out and says he is going to make an executive decision. He says that due to outside interference, Vicious is disqualified. Harlem Heat is the winner, and when Sid wakes up, tell him he doesn't have to go to Chicago this Sunday. He can go back to West Memphis and watch his pigs breed. Bischoff then leaves. Jimmy Hart is shown in the back, asking people if they have seen Bischoff. Bischoff is then shown in the locker room screaming at Booker T, asking him what in the hell he was thinking. They had given him an opportunity, and he blew it. Bischoff then says, you better wipe that look off your face, or I'll hire somebody to wipe it off for you. Shane Douglas versus The Total Package with Elizabeth Until I watched this episode, I'd forgotten that they tried to remake Lex Luger by calling him just The Total Package. Douglas is shown beating up Ric Flair on Nitro. Total Package attacks Douglas in the corner. He runs his face along the top rope. Package takes his shirt and wraps it around Douglas's shirt. He chokes him with the shirt and then clotheslines him with it. Package with a corner whip and clothesline. He then runs Douglas's face along the top rope again. Package with an Irish whip and a clothesline. He hits Douglas with several more clotheslines and gets a close two count. Package with another corner clothesline, but Douglas gets his boot up on the charge. Douglas comes out of the corner with the clothesline to package. Douglas with punches and a belly-to-belly suplex to package. Douglas goes up top, but gets caught and thrown off. I guess he is obsessed with Ric Flair. Douglas rolls to the outside and Package follows him out. He grabs Douglas and Irish whips him into the barricade. He then clotheslines Douglas again. Package throws Douglas back in the ring. Douglas begging off. Package kicks Douglas and Irish whips him again and Package drops his head too early and Douglas kicks him. He then clotheslines Package and goes to hit him with a flying forearm. But package ducks and Douglas hits the referee instead. Package comes up behind Douglas who hits him with a mule kick. Douglas starts stomping Package when Ric Flair comes from the back and attacks Douglas, chopping him in the corner. Flair corner whips Douglas and then low blows him. Package then gets Douglas up in the torture rack and he gives up right as referee Billy Silverman gets up to signal for the bell. Jimmy Hart finally finds Eric Bischoff in the back and tells him that he needs five minutes of his time. Bischoff says that he will give him five minutes in five minutes. Hart asks him why he did that to Hulk Hogan and Bischoff mocks him as Hart pleads to talk to Bischoff as Bischoff walks away. When they come back from the commercial break, Tony Giovanni informs us that Vince Russo is outraged that Ric Flair interfered to give the Total Package the win. The announcers then tell us the ultimatum that Russo has given. Later tonight, Ric Flair takes on Buff Bagwell, and if Total Package interferes, there's going to be suspensions for Team Package. They then talk about and show Hulk Hogan's limo being hit by the Hummer, and that Hogan will be hospitalized for about two weeks. Jimmy Hart is shown coming to the ring with a mic. He gets in the ring and says, you know, I've been chasing Eric Bischoff in this building all day long. He says, Eric, I need some answers. I need you to come out here right now. You need to come out here. I'm telling you, I'm not going to leave the ring until you come out here. I need to know why you did what you did to Hulk Hogan on Nitro. Eric, for six years, when you tried to get Hulk Hogan in here, Jimmy Hart was the one who made the negotiations. Anytime Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan had a problem, Jimmy Hart was the one Eric Bischoff called to smooth everything over. Eric, how can everything that was so good go straight to hell? Bischoff finally comes out, and he has Billy Kidman with him. They talk to each other on the ramp for a second. Bischoff goes to the back while Kidman runs to the ring and attacks Hart. He beats Hart down and rips his jacket off. A Hogan chant goes out. He then spray paints a red NB on Hart's back. Bischoff comes back out and claps and points at Kidman. Kimberly and DDP are shown in the back talking while Kimberly gets ready for her match. DDP tells her there's no way he's going to let her get into that ring with Medusa. She says, let me? Paige, I'm going to get in that ring tonight. I want to do this. I need to do this. He says, do what? She says, I'm going to step up to the plate and I'm going to deliver. He says on Monday night, she was hit on the head by Jeff Jarrett with the guitar and DDP doesn't want her to get into that ring hurt. She says, work hurt? You're one to talk. She's constantly begging him not to work hurt. One person she needs to be supportive of her is him. She tells him not to doubt her and to be positive. He says positive. Positive of what? You're going to get your brains bashed out. Colorado Collision Match. Scott Steiner, The Wall, Vampiro, Booker, The Cat, and Billy Kidman are the participants. Two men start. One man comes in every minute. Pin, submission, or count out is how you get eliminated. Last man standing. Booker comes to the ring first. The Wall comes out with a table. Booker attacks Wall as soon as he gets in the ring. Wall gets Booker into a corner and starts stomping him. Booker goes to reverse a corner whip, but the Wall powers him back into the same corner. Booker gets his boot up on a Wall charge. Booker hits Wall with a Harlem sidekick. Wall goes to reverse an Irish whip, and Booker hits him with the book in. Booker then hits the axe kit and does the spin He kicks the Wall to the outside. The cat is the next one to come in, and he hits Booker with a standing sidekick to knock him to the outside. The Wall choke slams Booker through the table on the outside. Both men get counted out as the cat gets on the mic and says he's going to show all of the rednecks why he's the baddest man in WCW. He then threatens to beat up someone from the crowd. He puts on his red shoes and starts to dance as the timer expires and Scott Steiner comes to ringside. He gets behind the cat and clotheslines him when he turns around. Steiner takes Cat's red shoes off and throws them at the cat. Steiner with an Irish whip Cat ducks the clothesline and hits Steiner with a standing sidekick. The cat then dances and drops an elbow on Steiner. The timer expires again and Billy Kidman comes out with Tori Wilson. Steiner and Cat going back and forth in the ring. Steiner hits Cat with a backbreaker. Kidman walks through the ring really slow as Steiner hits the cat with an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Steiner get, then gets up on a turnbuckle to yell and pose and Kidman comes in and pins the cat. Steiner then clotheslines Kidman. Steiner then lifts Kidman up in a press slam and slams him down on the mat. Steiner hits the belly to belly and pins Kidman as Vampiro's timer expires and he comes out. The Cat and Kidman fighting at ringside as Vampiro comes down. The referee and Steiner are overlooking at Cat and Kidman and when Vampiro comes in, Sting comes behind him and hits him with a scorpion death drop. Sting then spits on Vampiro and then leaves. Steiner then turns around and puts Vampiro in the Steiner recliner. Referee Mickey J then signals for the bell, and Steiner wins the Colorado collision match. Medusa and Kimberly are both shown walking down corridors of the arena. Kimberly takes off her trench coat and says, Eric, this one is for you as she shows her outfit. Mean Gene interviews Team Package with Elizabeth. Gene says, you heard Vince Russo early on. If Team Package interferes, both will be suspended without pay. Ric Flair says, Russo, learn to love it, pal. He says, you see this as he takes off his coat is Hugo Boss. Styling and profiling. That's my life. Tonight, I'm wrestling as I'm taped up from your bat. He says to Russo, I'm Mickey Mantle in your lifetime. Medusa versus Kimberly. Medusa out first. Kimberly comes out and I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. I would bring her crackers in bed, as a matter of fact. The bell rings and they are facing each other in the center of the ring. They are talking to each other, but we don't know what they are saying. But you can be assured that it's probably not greetings and salutations. Medusa then tells Kimberly to get out of the ring, and Kimberly shoves Medusa. Medusa then shoves Kimberly and knocks her down. Medusa then goes over to Kimberly and screams, You want to wrestle me? You are not a wrestler, as DDP is shown watching in the back. Medusa then grabs Kimberly by her hair and drags her to the center of the ring and rubs her face into the mat. She then pulls Kimberly back by the hair and yells at her as we see DDP come to the ring. He gets in the ring and throws Medusa off Kimberly. He backs Kimberly away from Medusa, and Medusa kicks him in the midsection. She kicks him several more times until he gets her in the front face lock and then hits her with a diamond cutter. He and Kimberly then leave. Kimberly doesn't look too happy. Medusa wins by disqualification. Hardcore tag team match. Norman Smiley and Terry Funk versus Ming and Hugh Morris versus Brian Nobbs and Fit Finley. Nobbs and Ming start brawling in the crowd as soon as the bell rings. Funk and Smiley get Finley down and try to pin him. Morris and Smiley then fight to the outside. Morris runs Smiley into a barricade and then bites him. Ming and Nobs make their way to the balcony. Morris goes towards the back and grabs the table. Back in the ring, Funk hits Finley with a trash can. Morris sets Smiley on the table and then gets up on the entrance way and jumps off. But Smiley moves and Morris goes through the corner of the table. Smiley grabs the corner of the table that broke off and starts hitting Morris with it. Nobs and Ming fighting on the concourse and Nobs runs Ming into a door. He then runs him into a wall near the concession area. Nobs grabs a cup of beer, drinks some of it, and throws the rest on Ming. Nobs then throws a trash can on Ming. Nobs grabs a pizza tray, takes a bite of pizza, and then hits Ming with the tray. Nobs goes to run Ming into the condiments table, but Ming runs him in instead. Ming then picks up a stanton and hits Nobs with it. There's a cardboard cutout of Goldberg there, so Ming spears it. Ming grabs the cutout and turns around as Nobs sprays him with a fire extinguisher, but the cutout blocks the spray, and Ming hits Nobs with the cutout. They go out to the balcony, and Nobs rushes Ming, who moves out of the way, and Nobs goes over the side, and the announcers scream that he had to have dropped 30 feet, and they need EMTs. Meanwhile, Morris takes Smiley and starts him towards the backstage area, as the announcers beg someone to call an ambulance. Folks, this is never brought up again on this broadcast. Just an FYI. And you wonder why WCW went out of business. Smiley runs Morris into a box in the back. Finley hits Funk with a trash can lid. Morris and Smiley go back and forth in the hallway. Morris scoops slams Smiley onto a trash can. He then hits him with a broom as Finley attacks Funk with a chair back in the ring. Morris and Smiley attack each other with crutches and trash cans in the back. Morris Irish whips Smiley into a giant tiger's head that is used by the hockey team when they play there. Morris goes to rush Smiley, who moves, and Morris breaks one of the teeth on the Tiger. Smiley grabs it. Smiley throws it at Morris. Finley takes up the protective mat at ringside. He then DDTs Funk on the concrete floor. Finley then grabs a table from under the ring and throws it in the ring. He then throws Funk back in the ring. Finley then sets up the table in the corner. Funk hits Finley in the stomach and then runs him into the setup table, breaking it. Funk then pile drives Finley on the broken table. Funk starts climbing the turnbuckle to do a moonsault, but Dustin Rhodes comes to the ring and hits Funk with a low blow. Rhodes then posts Funk in the corner and then low blows him again with a running knee. Finley then hands Rhodes a chair and hits Funk with it. Rhodes then runs Funk's head into the chair on the mat several times. Finley and Rhodes then go outside to grab another table and Smiley comes in and pins his own partner to win the match. Eric Bischoff and Vince Russo are in the back talking to the Vianos, telling them to beat Sting to a bloody pulp. Sting is then shown walking down a hall. How many times in wrestling is someone shown walking down a hall? It's just a thing. Viano 3, 4, and 5 vs. Sting. Sting comes to the ring as the announcers send out condolences to Scott Hudson, who recently lost his father. All three Vianos attack Sting as he gets into the ring. The Irish whip Sting, triple kick him, and beat him down again. Sting gets back to his feet and gets triple head butted to go back down. Sting powers back and knocks all three down. He then double clotheslines two Vianos, and now all three down again. Sting hits double head drops on two Vianos to pin them. The last Viano attacks Sting from behind and pushes him into referee Charles Robinson, who goes down. Sting reverses an Irish whip and hits the Viano with an inverted atomic drop. Sting then hits a pair of clotheslines. Sting then with an Irish whip and a leapfrog but doesn't get up high enough, and Viano grazes him, and Sting goes down. The Viano then low blows Sting and goes to the outside. He grabs a guitar from under the ring and hits Sting with it. He then unmasks, and it's Jeff Jarrett. DDP comes in and hits Jarrett with a diamond cutter. He then puts Sting on top of Jarrett, and Sting gets the pin. Mean Gene interviews Jeff Jarrett. Gene says, we thought you had the night off. Jarrett says, don't be a wise ass with me, Gene. I'll knock your liver spots off. DDP wants to jump me from behind? Well, he ain't done working tonight and I ain't either. And also here's that slap-ass David Arquette. Mr. Cox is in the house. Well, I've got something for him too. It looks like the chosen one is going to serve up a double dose of payback. And then to top it all off, four days from now at Spring Stampede, the man with all the stroke is going to be crowned the new WCW champion. Chuck on that slap nut. Arquette is shown in the crowd saying, bring it on. Buff Bagwell? versus Rick Flair. Flair comes to the ring in his street clothes. Bagwell poses for the crowd. Flair then struts. They lock up. Flair gets Bagwell in a corner and chops him. Bagwell reverses a corner whip. Bagwell backdrops Flair. Bagwell with a couple of clotheslines. He beats Flair down and then poses some more. Bagwell beating Flair down in a corner. He rakes Flair's eyes and then runs him headfirst into another corner. Flair comes back and then chops Bagwell a couple of times. Bagwell gets Flair down and drops his knee down on Flair a few times. He goes to slam Flair, who kicks Bagwell low to get him down. Flair drops an elbow on Bagwell. Flair then hits Bagwell with some shots in the corner. He then kicks Bagwell out to the apron. He then runs Bagwell into a barricade and the fan dressed as Sting hits Flair with a baseball bat. The fan then climbs over the barricade and takes off the coat and mask to reveal that it's Vince Russo. The bell rings and Bagwell is disqualified. They throw Flair back into the ring, and Shane Douglas comes in and attacks Flair with punches. Total Package comes in to clear the ring and get the new blood off of Flair. Bagwell hits Luger in the back with a baseball bat. The referee tries to get the new blood out as the bell rings repeatedly. Finally, new blood leaves. Bam Bam Bigelow versus DDP with Kimberly. They lock up and back to a corner. Bigelow beats DDP down and stomps him. DDP pops back up and throws Bigelow in the corner and starts pounding on him. DDP goes to kick Bigelow, who catches Bigelow with a clothesline. He gets a two count. DDP goes up top and hits Bigelow with a flying clothesline. He gets another two count. Bigelow reverses an Irish whip and hits DDP with a fallaway slam. He gets a two count. Bigelow hits DDP with some falling headbutts. Bigelow then puts on a rear chin line. DDP fighting out of it. So Bigelow slams his own weight down on DDP and goes up top. He hits DDP with a diving headbutt. He gets a close two-count. Bigelow goes for a powerbomb, but DDP fights him and lands on Bigelow for a two-count. DDP with a swing neckbreaker. He gets a two-count. DDP goes for the diamond cutter, but Bigelow pushes off, and DDP hits the referee and takes him out. Bigelow hits an overhead belly-to-belly suplex. Bigelow then goes for another diving headbutt, but DDP rolls out of the way. DDP goes for the diamond cutter. Bigelow pushes off and goes for a suplex that ADP turns into the diamond cutter. He goes to cover Bigelow, but the referee is still out. Bischoff comes in and counts to two, but then stops his count. DDP gets up to confront him. DDP starts choking Bischoff until Jeff Jarrett comes from behind and hits DDP with the guitar. David Arquette comes in and jumps on Bischoff's back. Jarrett grabs Arquette and throws him out of the ring. Jarrett throws Arquette on the barricade. He then brings Arquette back into the ring and hits the stroke on him. Canyon comes in and hits Jarrett with a swinging neck breaker. Bischoff comes in and hits Canyon with a chair. Bischoff and Jarrett pose as the new blood come in as spray paint DDP. The announcers plug Spring Stampede and sign off from Colorado. Final thoughts. This was an interesting show. They were trying to right the ship, but it was in many ways too late. You can skip this one. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHairs. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joy saying so long from the heart of Virginia. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.